100 Word Stories. Good morning, everyone. This is Lawrence Simon of the 100 Word Stories podcast at oneadayuntildadayidie.com. Ah, oh, my throat. Ah, gotta drink some water. I should have done that before I started, but uh, the weekly challenge is where I post a topic and you come up with the stories and then I forget to drink a glass of water. Um, the topic for this week is across, and we got some stories in this week. Good. Yes, that's great. So let's go ahead and listen to the stories, and I'll get back with you with the next topic and whatever information you want to hear. Hello, it's Lisa from Leicester in the UK and my story this week is called Life Goes On. He's brought us today's newspaper. Finding out that it's March makes my tummy lurch. It feels odd and finding out that life has just gone on without us, but it seems it has. I'm almost disappointed that we're not spoken about on every page. There's actually nothing about any of us. The headlines are full of a missing boy, a boy from across the river. I scour the article, the police cogs in my brain whirring. It makes three missing lads in the last month. It's weirdly as if it's written about us, but they're boys that have disappeared. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye. Hello Night People, Tom here, and my stories this evening are... It seemed like a good idea at the time, and she called me Boo. It took either an amazing amount of courage or galactic stupidity. Neither of these terms were available to Pape. He only had about 300 words in his head. Half were getting food, food itself, and what animals wanted to make him food. When he put the lashed timbers together and dropped them in the water, the locals laughed their asses off. Ass was pretty useful for collective humor. They hadn't really invented jokes yet. Mostly rocks and fire. It was a rough ride across the water, but he made it. Pape was the first human to leave Africa. The others followed. Second story. Jack entered fatherhood late, but with full-on commitment. He even did messy diapers. When toys were purchased, they had been researched for maximum educational value. He also had a clear idea of parental names he disliked. Pops was an aphema. Daddy was too prosaic. Father, too formal. Dad, so 1950s. Jack wanted to be Papa a medieval Patrona. He wanted a family that would fit in comfortably in a production of Fiddler on the Roof. He saw himself as the paterfamilia. Of course, the girls, as girls will, disregarded his wishes. Somehow an early game of peekaboo took hold. And that's it for this week. Good night, America, wherever you are.
Hello, this is Philip Norville Joe Carroll of NorvilleJoe.com, and this is my entry for the 100 Word Weekly Challenge 932 with the prompt of a cross. So here's my story. Bilbert grabbed the rifle from the man's fingertips and stepped back as the helicopter flew across the trees and dropped down into the meadow by Sabrina. SWAT team members spilled from the open doors. A loudspeaker squelched. Put the rifle down and put your hands in the air. Knowing that if he'd been black, Bilbert would already be dead, he threw the rifle to the ground. The van driver ran for the trees, and Bilbert lowered a hand to point at him. That's the guy! The loudspeaker cut him off. Put your hands in the air or we will shoot. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. This is Serendipity, and here's my story for this week. How do I get the seriousness of your situation across to you? All I'm asking you to do is confess your sins and recant your faith. Just say the words. Not exactly difficult, is it? I simply need to hear you say it, and then, you can go free. No need for any more torture, pain, or tears. I can make it all go away. But first, I need to hear you say it. My impatience grows. Your refusal to speak is becoming irritating. Although, coming to think of it, maybe I should have waited, before, cutting out your tongue. Hello everyone, Lizzie here, and this is my story for this week. She sat down, in the cabin, across the aisle from me. She didn't smile when I smiled. She looked down, her hands on her lap. It was pouring. I always worried about everything. In my mind, she worried too. So I wanted to go over to her, a hug, or perhaps I could hold her hand. As her husband-to-be, I heard someone say, closed the door, she took a quick glimpse at me and waved a shy wave. We never talked, but every year we would make the same trip, and I would wait a whole year for that wave. This is my story for this week. Drop on my blog at lizzygoodgoff.blogspot.com. I'll talk to you next week. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Good morning. It's Richard. And I have a story for you. It's called Never a Cross Word. I don't know why I bother with the crossword. I rarely manage to complete it. I had a vague idea it might keep my brain active. 
perhaps prevent the onset of future senility. But I have my doubts. This morning's effort wasn't going well. Nine across. Seven letters. B something something F something L something D. Perplexed. The flow is obstructed. What sort of a rubbish clue was that? Perhaps dementia was already setting in. Taking a slope of coffee didn't make things any clearer, and I put my pen down, defeated. Yes, I've given up once again. Completely baffled. Job done. Until next time, goodbye. Take a trip with me to Planet Z. Bobby started the Neuralink, and his bedroom turned into the classroom. Bobby liked to log in early, because the good teachers filled up quickly. Sure, teachers all looked the same, but the people driving the avatars varied. The state kept offshoring more and more teachers, so you could end up with some Bangladesh contractor driving a thousand pupils and reading from a script, the translation engine spewing gibberish. Even the AI were better than those geeks. But Brooks was the best, so Bobby logged in early, took his seat, and went to the bathroom and forgot to pause the link. And there you have it. A whole bunch of hundred-word stories on the topic of a cross. Did I remember to mention the topic in the beginning? I could go back and re-record that, but, uh, nah. Y'all are looking up on the site, you're seeing it, I'm doing my usual forget at least one thing every week. Eh, whatever. At some point, after 932 of these, or God knows how many episodes of the podcast, and 17, 18 years, I can't remember... I think it's 18. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, and the cats went to the vet. Both have relatively healthy, clean bills of health and got their uh, shots. Mist was uh, happy to see the vets. Tinny wasn't. Go figure. Anyway. Uh, that's it. Thank you for listening and being a part of this. And as always, keep it brief. Ugh. <sighs>